Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Caban. With me is Jacqueline Temek. Hello! And we are in the new year of 2022, and there's just so Woo! many, yeah, so many things to talk about, so many, so much entertainment, Woo! so many TV shows, so yeah, many... Man. Q4 really hit hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They came they, they came out with a bang. Yeah. Oh, my like God. There was just so much released online, streaming services, in theaters. Um, yep. Omicron is still happening, but people yeah. are still feeling okay enough to go to theaters. I went and saw Spider-Man in the theater twice. Yeah. Oh, you got to see it twice. Wow. I did. I... Actually, two and a half times, and I'll tell you that story when we get to it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I would, love to, I would love to go back. I, um... Yeah, you know, the ironic part of about this is I've, I've been so insulated in my little bubble. And mm. uh, the minute I started going out in the world, of that's course. when Omicron started really yes. hitting. And then and worse than that was, you know, then we had a, then we had like two separate scares where I came in contact with people who ended up right. being positive. So right. it's like scare. Mm-hmm. and, and I, out of nowhere. So. Um, then it was the thing about getting those tests, which, which we, I finally got a hold of one, one of those scratch and, and sniff tests. Essentially. Yes. Yeah. So. I know. I, I ordered myself a couple just to have in the house because apparently they're sold out all over. Yeah. Um, yep. I still haven't received them. I mean, it's taking me a while to get them, but I'm like, okay, I should probably just get some for, to, to keep on standby. Yeah. I, I got, I took one, uh, the other day just before we went to a friend's house and, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of funny because you're looking at it. It's like, wait, what? You know, at first mm-hmm. I'm thinking, wait, why are there two bars for a second? You know, and then all of a sudden <laughs> it just it fades away. But um, yeah, I don't want to bury the lead. There's so many different storylines. I don't know yeah. where, if we could start. You know, let me start before we get to the main thing. I'll start with it. Did you get to see the Book of Boba? Yes, the first episode. Absolutely. So uh, now I, I'll, I'll tell you what I thought. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was what I thought it was going to be. But uh, a lot. There's been a lot of backlash, of course, as always. But um, what were your what were your thoughts about? You know, it's it? It's interesting. I haven't I haven't been online seeing the backlash of it. Um, I I just really enjoyed it. I thought that it like you like you were about to say. It, you know, it's very much what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I'm curious to see where it goes. It just felt like it was perfectly um in step with. Mm-hmm the Mandalorian and with the character that they had reintroduced there and um, seeing some of the little revisitations of, of things of, of different um, places and periods of time was kind of cool. And the only thing I will say that kind of stood out when I wonder if this is where people were getting backlash, but I thought it was fine was the creature that was fought like the four armed creature. Oh, that thing. Uh It was, it really reminded me of um, a Ray Harryhausen kind of situation and I, in the best way, like I I did not mind it at all. I thought that it was fantastic. Um, And then someone else had even brought up that it might've been a nod to um, the, the, aliens from john carter which i thought was interesting because so much of um star wars had been 
inspired by John Carter, you know? So, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's both, actually, because I know Rodriguez is a big Harryhausen fan. Mm-hmm. And and same with uh, 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 the, uh, the Thing. You know, he's a big John Carpenter fan. But um, John Carter. <laughs> oh, John Carter. Sorry, John Carpenter. <laughs> but no, uh, no, no, I was talking about John Carter, not oh, John Carter oh, Mars, oh. not John Carpenter. <laughs> oh, oh, John Carter. Oh, I see. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. that's true too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's funny. I went the other way. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh. Uh. Yeah. You know, one of the things I thought with this show is so I I love seeing everything about how he got out of the Sarlacc. Um. It was everything that we wanted to see in terms of. You know, where, how did he get, you know, because that was being a big question. And that's yeah. always been theorized, like almost that, that one shot of him flying out uh, of the Sarlacc that I remember a comic book having that a shot like that, you know, mm-hmm. but but we didn't know how he got out. So that was great to see it from that point of view. Um, but the uh, uh, the thing that I kept thinking about was uh, the major complaints were, you know, oh, it was it was a slow story. It wasn't. As no. as thrilling okay. as as seeing the Mandalorian and all that, or I you know I don't understand you know or they didn't the like first episode of the Mandalorian was also slow. I yeah, mean, I mean it just had up. that that big jaw dropper at the end was was the big thing with the Mandalorian. Right. You know it exactly. takes its time, but uh, but the other part of it I thought to myself is you know Mandalorian that was like a pretty much a, a blank slate, where yeah. with this mm-hmm. we've had so many years of imagining what this person is. Yet we don't really know anything about him in terms of right. who he is. Like we don't know what his thoughts are. Was he for the Empire? Was he was he for uh, the Rebellion? Like what, is he in the middle? Obviously, he's a bounty hunter. But what yeah. were his feelings? Because even when he's when when he decides to take, like I don't know what his motivations are for uh, for wanting to to be in charge of the criminal underworld. And also to run it the way he seems to want to run it, which is by the book and and uh, yeah. and fair. So it's interesting, you know. The first hint that we got that he wasn't the person that I thought he was was in the Mandalorian, where when he finally caught up to to uh, you know to uh, what's I just blanked on his name. What's his name? You. It wasn't a big battle. It was basically just you know, can I have my armor back? You know, right. <laughs> and that was right. And then he then he started working with him, whereas. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have imagined that. I I thought he was going to be more of a bad guy. So, it's what I like about this show is I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what right. his thinking is. So, but I think that's the part that people don't like. I think they want they want something more paint by the numbers that they can that where they know that they can like this guy. And that that's is the, thing. the danger with a character that you don't know a lot about is that uh, society and, and people, individuals kind of uh, write their own story on that yeah. blank page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've had over 30 years to do it, you know, like right. all this time. So, but I'm, yeah. I'm anxious to see, see it, see where it goes. I thought, I thought it was, uh, I, I, you know, every time we get to see the sand people, they're more interesting every time mm-hmm. than, than what you expect. And I mean, they're pretty savage, but they're also like you could understand why people would fear them because I mean I, it doesn't seem like there really is any reasoning with them, right? I mean mm-hmm. you don't really understand why they're doing things or what's happening, and and uh, 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 you know poor, the poor guy. I mean he was like Ash in uh, in uh, um, uh, Evil Dead, where you know Boba's like you know he gets thrown out of the Sarlacc, he gets robbed by uh, Jawas, mm-hmm. you know, then he gets kidnapped by Sand People and he's being dragged. I mean it's like. Mm-hmm. So so yeah that that was a lot of fun. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I thought it was good. I It was one of those situations where I wasn't expecting it to blow me away in the first episode. I felt yeah. very satisfied. I was mm-hmm. just like, yes, this is what I'm tuning in for. And I think that where the story goes is going to really dictate whether or not people are going to have a better time with it. You know, yeah. just give, give it a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know people are like from the first episode, I'm, I'm done with Star Wars, you know, <laughs> it's like. Every You're time, if, if I've heard the amount of people who've said they've done with Star Wars, yet, yet every oh, time. Yeah. I know. You know. <laughs> um, I know. But anyway, so now uh, um, let's, I'll let you go go to it. So Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Yes, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, so just, I, it, it was funny because my in-person, in-theater experience seemed to be quasi-cursed. Um, I still have not seen it comfortably all the way through, even though I've seen it two and a half times. The first time <laughs> we went, um, the audio was strange, and it wasn't off. It's not like they, it wasn't matching their lips, but it was dropping the first word or two that each character's dialogue was speaking. Oh, no. And it happened for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes or something into them. And we were like, are you kidding me? And then they reset it, but we didn't like rewind the movie, right? Yeah, they had their right. own schedule. So they finally got it fixed, but it was just like, okay, well, I'll definitely come and see this again because it was incredible. But then the second time I went to go see it, I went just by myself and was like, okay, I'm just going to sneak in 10 a.m. on like a Monday morning. You know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like coming in and see it. And I sat out and it was all perfect. And I was like, yes. And then a fire alarm went off. Oh, come we on. We had to evacuate the theater. <laughs> And so, and it, the fire truck came and cleared everything, but it was still so long that they were like, sorry, guys, these are, these movies are now canceled because again, we're on a, we're on a thing. So I, you didn't they, just stay there and say, I'll take my chances, you know, and just keep watching. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so I got a, a, another ticket for that same day for the next showing of that nice theater that I had rented because, you know, it was like one of those XD theaters. Mm-hmm. And so I went back, but I guess their systems had been still not completely up correctly by the time they were swapping people's tickets and someone else was in my seat. And so oh, I, I didn't, no. I didn't want to like, you know, be weird about it because it was these sweet, the sweet little old couple, like literally had to put away their walkers and they, I saw them sitting down and I'm like, there is no possible way that, <laughs> that I am going to approach these people yeah, and yeah. ask if they're in the right seat. Cause I am sure this was just a mix up. Yeah. So I go back to the desk and I'm like, Hey, they switched my ticket, but I guess it didn't take. And of course at this point now it's got like two, um, theaters full of people because a lot of people switched to that second time. And she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't take, but here you can sit. Uh, this, this seat here is next to people and the seat here is by itself. So I took the one that was by itself, yeah. not realizing that it was right in that, that handicap row that, and it's the one that's closest to the door. And it's one of those restaurants where people can order food and drinks. And stuff oh, like that. so you're getting, so I had that. people yeah. all movie long. Okay. But it doesn't matter because to be quite honest, even though each one of those <laughs> scenarios <laughs> was such a challenge, it was such a good movie. It was yeah. so good. I was so happy. I would gladly suffer all that again. Um, I still might try and go see it a third time, but like not in a food serving establishment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to see it once in the theater with yeah, full no through. interruptions. <laughs> I know, you know, if they have a theater called, uh, I was reading about XL or something like that, DXL, which I don't know, 
it sounds like the size that my store that I go to. But um, I don't. I, it's it's supposedly they have the screen is large in the front, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's screens on the left and right side of you. Oh whoa! And it's like they filmed this movie where they actually have uh, that content to put yeah. there. So when you're watching the movie, there's you're not. Yeah, it's not like you're missing story points if you don't get to see that, but. You're there. It's yeah. you're in the scenery, it's a so a little bit more immersive. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I I would love to see it like that, but um, but I you know, with all of the, all of the wondering about you know, and spoilers for anyone who's 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 gotten this. Oh far, yeah, but... we, we I mean we're not even recording this until like three weeks after it's yeah. out at this point. Spoiler spoilers are here. Here we go. Yeah. We're yeah, talk exactly. About the movie. <laughs> but I, I do have to say, you know, they've been pretty safe because even mm-hmm. I've been surprised even by YouTube, you know, by going on that there hasn't been any yeah. definitive you know thumbnail really to ruin funny. anything. For the first two weeks or so, um, I really felt like people were being very good. And I had one of my peers online say um, something interesting that they were really upset because it wasn't their friends. It wasn't even YouTube. It was news sites because news sites couldn't stop themselves from reporting something in a headline. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, that's shitty. I know. That's so shiny. And that's they always do that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. They do that now with television series finales and all kinds yeah. of stuff. I've noticed yeah. that. But um uh what I loved about this movie, first of all, it, it delivered everything it promised mm-hmm. and more so, but Absolutely. Even so, it did it did some great things that I didn't expect, like where, you know, we all knew Sinister Six was gonna be there. Um mm-hmm. but what I didn't know was you know I I was of the I was of thinking oh we're, we're gonna fight Sinister Six the whole time. The twist of this movie is the fact that Peter Parker's trying to to redeem these these heroes. Yes, and that was so on brand for the character development that needed to happen here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've said so many times, you know, we were so appreciative to not have to sit through the Peter Parker origin story with the spider bite again because like just like with batman's parents you know Mm -hmm. we don't need to see them shot in the alley we understand that that is the origin there but really with the tom holland uh spider-man arc you know we're seeing that growth and development now even though we didn't see the spider bite we were really understanding his character development and i loved how they really did a great job of you know shifting gears from him idolizing um iron man which he still does i'm sure you know it's yeah. it's not that they took that away but even in the environment and the visuals of the show but certainly with the themes of the shows they were actually um i'm so sorry they were actually shifting gears from iron man's influence more towards captain america's influence and the moral you know course that's being set very much represented by aunt may in what she was saying Mm -hmm. but also even physically in you saw the rogers musical you know posters or billboards and then the giant um captain america shield shield as well on Yeah. yeah on on the statue of liberty and and the brilliant way that they figured out a way to to bring okay so i know people are complaining as usual as there was they're complaining about uh, the way that the heroes come in is because they're they're essentially coming into this world because anyone who knew who knows Peter Parker's Spider Man is is making their way into 
um, into this uh, 314 universe, I forgot what they call it, uh, or 317. Um, so, and that being said, uh, there's there's other there's people complaining, well, Jamie Foxx shouldn't be there because he didn't know, or there was the other thing of, uh, well, where's um, uh, the other uh, Mary Jane, or where's uh, Gwen Stacy, or all these other people, you know, but it's like, you know, there's only so much you can do in movies. So everybody calm down. That's number well, one. Right? I think that, absolutely. Number one, there is only so much you can pack in. And that movie was a feast. It had yeah. so many characters. It had so many plots that it was trying to um, kind of put into one. And, and the main character of the movie needed to be Tom Holland. Yeah. And if you bring in the love interests of what essentially are not cameos, but you know, the ancillary character, the ancillary Spider-Man in this yeah. story, then you're making it more about them than you are about Tom. And yeah. that confuses the whole narrative in a way that would not have been productive. And then you, and then they, the brilliant way that they brought in uh, the original two Spider-Men was, was fantastic. Like just, you know, you have Ned who, who, who's able to, uh, you know, he's able to use the sling ring and then calling for Peter, looking for Peter and then mm-hmm. finding, you know, Andrew Garfield and then finding, yes. you know, Toby. And it's so funny because even though you knew it was going to happen, when it does happen, it's still surprising. And right. and also uh, w- what was also surprising was the amount of time, because I always I right. always figured this was going to be like you. Did you see Afterlife Ghostbusters? No, but okay. I heard the same. Um, I heard someone bring up the same thing where the cameos were really very, very much cameos. <laughs> yeah, like it, like like I, I I won't ruin anything about that. But I just I just pictured, you know, them showing. I thought where we would see them come is in the end, right? On the and in a big finale, thing. in a big yeah. here I'm, we're here to help, you know. Um, but much like honestly, Marvel's been great about this because much like in. Avengers Endgame, you know, you have the mm-hmm. help coming in with the sling rings and everything to help Captain America. Oh, another parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another yeah. parallel there. You really did get a lot of time in that battle and you got to see a lot of people doing things. Yeah. Um, not just, uh, you know, a two minute like, oh, helps here. Movie but over. We, <laughs> we got to, I mean, and we got resolutions with, with both of mm-hmm. these Spider-Men. Like, I, I yes, to, and, yeah. and, you know, you and I were the only ones, I, I feel like, who were fans of the Andrew Garfield I know. time. You know what's really funny? What's really funny is how clearly he is the fan favorite right now. And yes. I love it. Uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yes. He was absolutely the shining star of this movie, which is so funny because I love Tom Holland. Yeah. And Toby will always have a special pit place in my heart. But there were a couple factors that were in Andrew's favor. Number one, where we left him in those movies was mm-hmm. such an emotional moment. Yep. So seeing him come back in that um admission of rage and the fact that he's still grieving even if it has been time you know i mean yeah. all of that he was his performance was so charged mm-hmm. and so heartfelt i mean you couldn't help i was crying like the whole time and we had just and we had just watched um uh the tick tick boom yeah you know well tick tick boom but but yeah but we had also just watched i was showing i had shown the kids like um uh i showed them uh, uh, the second one of uh, part of the second one of of toby's spider-man and then we had watched the second uh, the amazing spider-man with with toby uh with uh, andrew garfield just so they had a uh 
you know, a reference of who these people were so that if they showed up, they weren't like, who's that? Um, and, and, uh, the thing watching it again, I, I still have the same feeling where I think he's the perfect, you know, Spider-Man. I think his, yeah. his Peter Parker needed work, but I think because his Peter Parker was okay, but maybe a little too confident where I think the spider, right. his Spider-Man is like perfect. And, oh, sorry, it's 35, oh, sorry, we just got a snow alert, three to five inches. Oh, no. Perfect. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, but then there's, uh, uh, you know, to see this character come in that way mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, and uh, interact uh, so kindly with, yes. with, uh, with Ned and with MJ yes, and, and also MJ. his really grandmother, like his, you know, his interactions with everyone else other than the Spider-Man was also just such the Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. Oh, the Spider-Man came. His interactions with everyone else was really great. And that was something that I felt, I kind of felt bad for Toby in a way um, because I don't know if it was his choice to be this way or if this was just circumstances, but it really felt like Andrew was on set and was able to make those connections and really be there physically with those characters in a Mm -hmm. way that Toby was in some, in many instances, I felt very obviously superimposed into the screen. Oh, so you don't I, think he was actually there sometimes? I no, I think the honestly, the only time I really felt like he was there with people was in the end fight when he and Andrew were kind of like leaning on each other, and even that, you know, they mm. they can do an awful lot with movie magic nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just the lighting that made it seem that way. But the lighting specifically really made it seem that way because Toby mm. seemed lit differently than the rest of the team, and he didn't have those physical interactions. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I have to, you know, I have to look. I'll have to look at that again because. Uh, but I think it also. I, might I've been be looking because... at scenes at on on YouTube and now. Yeah. You, if you look, you can find them. Uh, you know the hmm. scenes. Yeah, um, it could also just be that uh, they couldn't get him on set the same days because they were trying to keep it such such a secret. Yeah, well, it could even, be. Yeah, so there's a lot of different reasons that it might have happened, and it's fine. It's not like it hurt the movie or anything. It was just something I noticed. But it is funny his his personality. I mean, they all stayed very true. Oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. You could see the difference because we always. I mm-hmm. always said I. I always liked Tobey Maguire as Peter. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I. But uh, his Spider Man always. I always felt he was a little Eeyore-ish, you know, with his yes. Spider Man. And yes. so, um, uh, but they. But I loved the scenes. All of the. All of the. The conversations the three of them had yeah. together. You know, and yeah, and, it was and, really great. And I hear that now. There's so much talk, and who knows? There's always talk like this, but, but. Uh, uh, there's talk now of a a sequel to, to Amazing Spider-Man uh, mm-hmm. two, and then there's also something in the works for Tobey Maguire as well. Like that that that's come up. Well, I hadn't heard anything about the Toby thing, but I definitely know that Sony wants to capitalize on this Andrew Garfield moment because and and even with emma stone there's a lot of talk that number one they could just go on and do more amazing spider-man but number two um they want gwen they want gwen stacy to do a spider gwen you know uh, emma stone to come back and do a a variant version of you know spider gwen which would be amazing it would be Um, cool i just i would wonder why like i almost would rather them do that but then choose somebody else because it could be a variant 
Gwen. Like, it could couldn't be, have to but be. I, I mean, I like Emma Stone. I thought oh, I she was too. great. And yeah. then the other thing a lot of people are talking about is the possibility of when Venom in the Sony universe um, finally does meet Spider-Man, that it will be Andrew Garfield's version, not Tom Holland's version. Hmm. Well, be because Venom is now pulled out of the MCU universe that we know. Yeah, yeah. And so it would make sense to have him still be able to, you know, yeah, he's a. He, that's just like a little piece of the yeah. other Venom. And which... I had heard, I had heard that uh, just today someone said that maybe Tom Holland wanted to take a, a short break, maybe for a couple of years, just because, um, you know, he's he's still young and in school. Yeah. And, you know, he might need you <laughs> might need a break, and I would understand that completely. Mm-hmm. But it would give Sony um, the perfect opportunity to have some movies with Andrew. Yeah. Without it being or weird. even even involve Miles Morales finally get him. Oh, absolutely! Oh my gosh! Because someone they definitely like, still there was a there was an interesting yeah. idea about so so in the first one you remember uh, what's his name uh, the guy from Community he's he's the uncle to Miles because the, he's he's the same oh, character. Yeah. He, and, but uh, he Don when he mentions her. the he mentioned the age of his of his nephew I forgot what he said but one one thing somebody. Uh, uh, thought about was well what if during the five-year time he didn't blip and so miles was still around so mm. he would be closer in age to peter yeah. than uh than he was originally so yeah. that would be a way to to move him his story forward and well, uh oh oh and that was uh, not to jump onto um hawkeye but mm. that so that that scene where when we see the beginning of uh with with um uh, Scarlet Witch's sister, where she blips, she she walks out of the room and then she blips and then comes back, and it's five Not years Scarlet later. Scarlet Witch's sister, Black Widow's sister. Oh, yes, Black Widow's leader. sister. Sorry, yes. what did I, I just? Like, yeah, sorry. Well, yes. One of the Olsen twins. What, what yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah. Black Black Widow's sister. It, I I thought to myself, it look. I mean, it that to me looked like what the original ending of of the Black Widow movie was. Mm-hmm. And then they changed their mind because it almost looked the quality of it and the way. And I even thought about it. I was like, wow, that would have really been a, a really interesting way to end the Black Widow series because yeah. she would have jumped out of time. And I mean, that movie and then come back and not know anything that happened. Yeah. Um, but well, uh, but yeah, that just reminded me of the that blip just reminded me of that blip. So that's why I was going to yeah, that's why I mentioned that. So, yeah. Um, but, well, just uh, to yeah. wrap up Spider-Man, though, I mean, because honestly, we could go in scene by scene and we could go. I, I think the pacing was really well done. I think mm-hmm. everything was really well done. There were a few things where you're just like, really, is he going to find this lady on the bridge? I think yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. That's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. But <laughs> and just but the, I, the, the fact that they killed Aunt May. Um, I know. And in such a I mean, you knew it was coming. You knew yeah. it was coming as soon as you saw the glider. Right. Oh, like, yeah. It had, yeah. It had to be it. Yep. Oh, it was so and she good. died in the same way that that Uncle Ben died because it was her kindness to mm-hmm. this person that oh, yeah. really caused all of this, which is not not nothing against her, but it but it's no. kind of what up in Uncle Ben. He was trying to talk this guy down yeah, out of the whole uh, point is that they're doing the right thing, and sometimes yeah. the right thing can still get you hurt. Yeah, but you still have to be the person who does the right thing, you know, yeah. in their in their minds. And again, that's why. Um, Green and, Goblin was able to twist that as her moral mission in how she manipulated him and, you know, trying to make him bitter 
trying to turn, you know, Tom Holland's uh, Peter Parker. And I'm so glad to see that, you know, that that wasn't successful. Yeah. And the, the other sad part is just the the uh, No Way Home storyline. I uh, know not No Way Home storyline. The um, from the comics, the storyline where where everybody forgot who Peter Parker was mm-hmm. actually coming into this movie where nobody knows. I mean, to the point. Oh, yeah. In it the comics, brilliant. it wasn't this this severe, but I mean, right. this is Peter Parker was, does not exist. You that's know? what I was gonna say. The, the way that they handled the send off of this movie um, is so perfect because they are now free to not feel like they're missing Spider-Man in the MCU movies as they go forward, yeah. but they're also free to pull any kind of Spider-Verse. Um, thought out of their heads and and mm-hmm. have it make sense um in in the sony you know side of things they could make movies on anything with yeah. any characters um that they've already used and reuse them and recast them if they wanted to and i mean i think that they've really outdone themselves with how how much flexibility this gives everyone yeah yeah no it was it was a well well done ending and uh yeah. Uh, you know, even say, see John Favreau not even remember him, which was kind of sad. I you know? know, I, I know. Well, it's heartbreaking and yeah. heartbreaking. And there, there was um, my one flaw that I even thought about when I saw the trailers was I'm like, okay, so Peter keeps changing the spell mid cast, and and even Doctor Strange says, you know, it's very dangerous to change a spell mid cast. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but can you like stop casting it? I know. <laughs> can you like? Well, that's that's what's great about him. And is, then maybe like talk to him about okay what it is really means. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's that's what's great about this character because I I thought about that too. It's like if he had just stopped, but that's mm-hmm. always but that's been his what's character. his name's problem. Because yeah, even in the true. Doctor Strange movie, I you know I had I'd watched that recently too. Mm-hmm. He, if he just stops and listens just for a second, like like mm-hmm. even with the car crash happened just because of his own hubris, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just thinks. Uh, I, you know, I just go and but I, he was I still know able people to blame like that. It on, you know? <laughs> blame yeah. it on people. Yep. You know? yep. Blame it on somebody else. But yeah. yeah. So that's what's great about that is you still have because because for a while there he was a little omnipotent, omnipotent, excuse me. And mm. where he where he felt like, you know, he can do no wrong. But I'm glad that they that they left that edge there because you still need a flaw with this person in order to make his movie work um, in order to make this character interesting. Because because uh, that Captain America was somebody who never had a flaw, and they figured out his flaw was the fact that he never had a flaw. Like that's right. that actually worked in his favor. Mm-hmm. But um, and Tony's was obviously the same thing, you know, kind of an egomaniac. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas keeping that, you know, in, with the last two Avengers movies, you really looked to Doctor Strange for guidance. But it's good to see that he's not really. You know he's he's not Mister Know It All. Like he's not the smartest. Per- I mean, right. he is smart, but he makes dumb mistakes just like everybody else. Yes, yeah. So he's still um, human. Yeah, in, exactly. In that way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I really still, enjoyed it. Yeah, I oh my gosh, I loved it. I loved it so much. It's so incredible. I will always want to see the scene where Andrew Garfield is saving MJ because mm-hmm. I mean that moment. It just how. Yeah. You know it's coming. You knew it was going to happen before yeah. you ever saw the movie. When we were all theorizing about, like, well, if they've got the villains, they've got to have the Spider-Man too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to do it. And then you see her falling, and you know you're like, oh, it's going to be Andrew. And yeah. it was. 
but it was still even knowing what was going to happen like you said before with the, the cameos you're just like even if you knew even if you had figured it out or they had you know leaked it so that they could still be promoting this without making it seem like they were spoiling you know what mm-hmm. I mean? it just was so good it was so good i could not stop crying the whole last hour of the movie i just yeah. ever yeah, yeah. And and the fact again, yeah, all, all about saving people. It was just all about saving people and understanding that the fact that all of these Spider Men, Spider Men, I keep saying Spider Men yeah. villains, um, are are tragic villains. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the whole the whole thing that made them beautiful in their own movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and Willem Dafoe really got to play. You oh, know, they yeah. made up for his Green Goblin because yes, I, you know, no one ever really liked the mask and and no. So the fact that you got to get rid of that and actually mm-hmm. have his own face transform into that evil oh, was uh, perfect. Green Goblin. Um, you know, and then uh, I, I don't know if you if you got to see the trailer for um, Uncharted uh, when oh, yeah, you were in the absolutely. theater. So, so the, I like that the newest trailer was the one where you actually get to see Mark Wahlberg as Sully in the end because oh, yeah, the time mustache. passes. He's got the mustaches <laughs> and a little bit of the belly and the Hawaiian yeah. shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm sure that's the end of that movie. You know, I'm sure that's mm-hmm. that's when that happens. But probably. It was, I think they probably did that so that everybody could just say, oh, look, we'll get okay, there. Okay, here he know? is. Yeah, look, give, it, get a, give it a minute. We're still yeah. with Baby Drake. But that looks like a lot of fun, that movie, too. I, I'm, yeah. I look forward to Oh, I to can't that. wait. Are you kidding? You know, I'm such you know. a huge Uncharted fan. I cannot wait. It looks incredible. But you yeah. brought up very briefly Hawkeye. And I would love yes. to talk about um that finale because i mean that was huge i mean Mm -hmm. the fact that they coordinated these two things right to be you know perfect timing that last episode airing on christmas week and um oh uh, whoa wait one last thing with spider-man the daredevil the daredevil before we get into what i was gonna say the the, the daredevil connection you know we got to see charlie cox in the film we got to see fisk here now i was thinking that this was actually a variant of Fisk because of what he was wearing and how he was acting. Mm-hmm. But I could be completely wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know that this is the same Fisk that we saw in the Daredevil show. Um, the Hawaiian shirt, even though it was still the bulletproof and it is comic accurate, I know. I understand yeah. that. And the cane was the first time that we've ever seen him with the cane. Mm-hmm. And he was definitely kind of operating in seedier locations than we'd ever really seen him you know um because most of the time you see him in penthouses and offices and you know yeah. different kind of luxury well, I was trying to remember, locations the last time we saw him was in defenders or oh no. I, I remember i was forgetting where that little thing was where he was in jail right well he was in oh that was season uh I think that was the third was it third season of daredevil maybe that's or... what i'm saying i don't remember where yeah. that singer was but it was but... somewhere I remember he really had fallen from grace. So mm-hmm. um, maybe that's where you're saying he's coming from, where yeah. the fall from grace means Hawaiian shirts and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, abandoned, I don't know, toy factories or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> creating that sweatsuit mafia, I mean, sweatsuit, uh, sweat, tracksuit track mafia, tracksuit mafia, sweatsuit. What gross sound is that? Um, <laughs> but well, um, that, that, that tracksuit mafia had been in place for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the first time we'd ever heard it though before, yeah. like in, but that's in the true. shows. That's true. Yeah, definitely, it could it could absolutely still be him. But yeah. um, 
one of those things where I was like, maybe it's a variant, you know, maybe yeah. it's not quite the same. And, I didn't think it was, oh, go ahead. Oh, we don't see his, uh, and to me, if I don't see the guy get killed on screen, he didn't die. Like that's a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent still alive. And even in the comics, um, uh, Echo does shoot him in the face, but he just ends up being blind. So he almost has that mirror to Matt yeah. Murdoch, you know, where obviously he's not a superhero blind with echolocation red vision or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, um, but yeah, so I don't think that he's dead. Um, and I, I heard, I mean, it's weird. I, I'm hearing as I'm reading that Marvel book, because like, I, I, I don't know if I told you for Christmas, I got that big hardcover Marvel book where it goes into everything. Um, oh, cool. It's like this this huge um, t- coffee table book, two mm-hmm. two volumes, and it's it's the only authorized uh, biography on set of every single movie, television series, everything. Oh, wow, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So, um, but well, they talked about um, Charlie Cox was originally going to be the the uh, you know they had different he was going to be more present in Civil War, but also mm-hmm. in um, I mean the Civil War uh, not Civil um, the Captain uh, Falcon and, Falcon and uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. There we go. And yes. also in uh, uh, the other show, uh, not Loki. What was uh, Wanda? I think at one point. So, so, but they've, they've now shifted that where Charlie Cox is going to be like the, almost Sam Jackson and be in all of these movies. He was even supposed to be in Spider-Man, but because of COVID, they couldn't make yes. it work. And I Hawkeye, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, I'm it, not Spider-Man, Hawkeye. Sorry. He wasn't Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he, they, he was going to do more in Spider-Man. Like they were yeah. going to do uh, more scenes with him. There was actually a lot of things that got changed very much like we saw in WandaVision and Loki, where they had to kind of rewrite due to either COVID restrictions or scheduling conflicts or, yeah. you know, everything was thrown off in the schedules that were originally out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes complete sense, but I'm actually really happy that they didn't try and shoehorn more of him in Spider-Man. And I was going to actually, there was one other thing I was going to bring up about that film. And it, it has to do with alternate endings and changes in the endings. The, had you heard the original ending for the Spider-Man no way home? No. So I, I might not get this exactly right, but if I'm remembering correctly, it was something along the lines of, um, Dr. Strange was able to close all the gaps and they didn't erase, they didn't cast a new spell. So they didn't erase everybody's memory of Peter Parker. Um, But because of all of these events and him just losing May and everything, he still wanted to keep MJ and Ned safe. And so he kind of broke up with MJ and like went away um, on his own in a Mm -hmm. way that, he still does in this movie, but it almost like in, in the version that we see, it makes sense and is a sacrifice, but it's one of those sacrifices that it was like, he sees that she's happy. He sees that, you know, Ned's yeah. okay. He sees all of this and he doesn't want to put them back in harm's way. So he chooses not to go through with the reintroduction, and everything. Right. Whereas in this other version, he would have actively been breaking up with them and then it would be really hard for us to see him move on, I think, in in that reality. Because now he's he's out of their lives because of this 
circumstance, right? And, yeah, yeah. and he's keeping it that way. But it also opens up the possibility for him to meet other interests. I mean, Peter Parker has had a lot of girlfriends and a lot of love interests throughout the comics. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even though everybody always like remembers MJ and Gwen Stacy. Honestly, a lot of people didn't know Gwen, St- Gwen Stacy before um, she was on film. And so I'm really looking forward to some black cat action, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. But it's guilt-free because... <laughs> Well, didn't he also date uh, the reporter in the the one in the school? Um, what's her name? She's a real reporter in the the Daily Planet. Hmm. Um, uh, well, I forgot her name. That Ned was dating her in the second movie. Yeah, but uh, I don't remember her name. I can't remember Betty, her name, but Betty. yeah, like she's a real character. Like she's she's part of the, mm-hmm. and that's why I like that that she now was working for um, the Daily Bugle. The Daily Bugle, you know, or, or his podcast or web mm-hmm. uh, video vlog or whatever it is that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't like that ending. I I'm glad they did it yeah. the way they did it because that would have, uh, I don't know, that, that just would have been too. Uh, like I'm almost tired Negative. of that kind of choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This this kept it positive, even though it's the same decision. Yeah, it was in a much better, easier to swallow manner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. So, uh, but, but yeah, um, I I loved, I loved, and I, I did think it was funny though that we spent how many seasons with uh, Matt Murdock battling Wilson Fisk mm-hmm. and Kate Bishop. You know activate some some trick arrows <laughs> yeah and, yeah and i'm like i don't know i saw him almost kill charlie cox like five times yeah <laughs> yeah and, and she's she was oof, lucky. Yeah. oh that the trick arrow that i mean all of that was great too even like the way they i love that you you kind of see everything hawkeye learned from every working with everybody mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. all of the the hank pym oh, stuff yeah. or even all of these like tactics that he used Yep. That you oh you got that from the Hulk you got that from from uh, you know Iron Man you got that like yeah. all of all of these great little little things like he actually grew as a character more than I've ever seen him uh, and he also you know what I, I there was another thing too he he is very um, he, his personality reminds me of somebody in real life where they don't like to deal with. Like he he's the type who doesn't want to sit through a musical because he because he's like mm-hmm. I don't want to I I can't acknowledge that people are singing on stage because there's one scene in the movies in um uh in the in uh, end game where they're about to go on each everyone's going on their mission and Rocket says to him you be careful now with that you know he looks at Rocket like he can't really deal and process him right he's like right. all right uh, yeah yeah I'll see what I can do yep okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for talking. Like he can't, you know what I mean? And it's such I a great do, personality. Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. like so that's like that kind of type that he just deals with the realistic aspect of things and that's you know, that's how he handles things. And that and that's what I liked about this show is it added with that even when he was dealing yeah. with the larpers, you know what I mean? Like yes. he he still had that kind of attitude about it, you know. He's very much like the dad that doesn't want a pet and then gets the pet and then Yeah falls in love with the pet you know yeah, i mean that's exactly. exactly his that's exactly his relationship with kate bishop yeah you yeah know? yep <laughs> you know i don't yeah. want a partner okay i love my partner yeah uh, <laughs> and she was great i love i oh, love what they great. did with her and this, this actress is really good and and yeah. um um this... i i've only known her from like true grit and uh uh yeah. the other movie she's in dickinson which i haven't seen but i, I see her seen face either, on my yeah. screen all the time because they're promoting it yeah yeah <laughs> 
Um, but I was going to say, I really felt like this six episode season, lighthearted yet dramatic as it was, mm-hmm. was a better Marvel movie than Black Widow was. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I really felt it. I felt it. So I was like, I, I enjoyed this so much more than Black Widow. I still am mad about Black Widow because I feel like it was such a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah. I even like what they did with uh with the swordsman, you know what I mean? Like uh Yeah. He was actually he was fine. He's just a schmuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I knew, you know, I had read about his character cuz when I I kept saying myself that character sounds familiar like and then when I looked him up and I saw that he is actually a, a foppish kind of mm-hmm. hero, but he's one of those heroes that people don't like. Um mm-hmm. And to see that this character, the way he played it was perfect. Like, the corniness yeah. of it was real. Like, he really is that character. Like, when, even when he was trying to be the family man, he really legitimately, that yeah. was his personality. It wasn't exactly. being, uh, yeah, a dick. That was you know? great. That was so great. Yeah. yeah. I did like the, the scene where um, Vera Formiga, Formiga, Form, how do you say her last name? I'll have to look it up. Formiga, um, yeah. Anyway, where she's being arrested and she's like, Really? Yeah. Arresting me on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, really murdering someone. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, this is what we do when you're evil. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, you know, just because you're rich, it doesn't mean you get out of everything. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, she still had that, uh, you know, the that autocrat mm-hmm. kind of thinking. It was, was funny having them both end in the Rockefeller Center with the tree, mm-hmm. both the Spider-Man movie and um, the Hawkeye series like they wanted to tie it in and i almost wonder if maybe originally they had planned for a little cameo or something but it yeah. just didn't line up but maybe not you know it's yeah <laughs> it's yeah. an iconic place so completely understand well but... it was funny to put him in the tree because it and, and yeah. the other thing was the owl, the owl in the tree because yeah. there was an owl a couple years ago mm-hmm. in the christmas tree and so that was like a, a i remember that but i also remember when that happened thinking like why is this why are people surprised that there's yeah. a tree? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's because it's it's New York. Yeah. It's like so because even for me, like when I when I when I moved to Jersey, like I, you know, I, I'm a New Yorker, so I didn't know that there were like uh, um, birds. Well, I knew there were birds, <laughs> but I mean, like, like we have owls here. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, really. But then also, like, even just other, um, what do you call bobcats and things like that? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and or even I was amazed by deer. I remember when I first moved in, I'm like, why are there deer everywhere? Like, it doesn't, That's you know, because New Yorker, you don't, I don't see deer hanging out in the corner. <laughs> <That's laughs> you know? So, but, uh, yeah, so that, but, uh, um, uh, what was there was something else on that on that uh what was the end oh the end thing of course uh my, one of my friends couldn't sit through it uh the end credit scene of seeing the actual rogers uh uh musical number oh yeah <laughs> it's certainly not my favorite musical number i gotta tell you but i i, I thought it was funny because it was it so funny that was like i mean watching that was like sitting through the spider-man turn off the dark like it was oh, it man. looked like that like that. Yeah, it it looked and and then uh, oh excuse me, and then I like the way they incorporate all the lines. Like I could do this all day is the main yeah. verse, yeah. you know, and that's <laughs> that's no. I mean, it made sense. Yeah, um, it but so I, funny. as someone who does love musicals, it was 
it was tough because it's like, okay, I really don't like this particular number. Yeah. I kind of wish it was better, but I get that that was the point. The point oh, yeah. is that it's supposed to be over the top and And then you and have – you have Adam from Rent singing it. You know, that that was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the original Roger, you know, like. <laughs> yes, I could tell. I don't know their names, but I could recognize um, the one. Is he the one with the white hair now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, I know he's a real Broadway person, but I didn't know his name. Yeah, it's, I, 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 I just blanked on his last name. Um, you know what I know? I think I know him only because he was in Tick, Tick, Film. Because, again, they had so many. Oh, yes, yeah. There, and that was a great film. Anybody who gets an opportunity to watch that one, it's on yeah. Netflix. Free. Yeah, they had the full cast. Like musicals, if you like musicals, because it is lots of lots of singing. But I yeah. loved it. It was so good. But it in a such a good. natural, real way. Like I, one of my, yeah. I mean, uh, going to Tick Tick Boom. One of my, I love the opening number, but I, I love that it movie. was real, realistic to the real uh, thing that Jonathan Larson was. Yeah, was he did showing. that one man show. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, um, one of my favorite numbers that I that uh, I, I I've watched a couple of times is the one with Vanessa Hudgens. The therapy mm-hmm. song. I I just love that, that scene. Good. It's yeah. just such a well done uh, scene. Good. And then the way it's intercut, you know, a lot of people can think, oh, that's like Chicago. But this was so much smarter uh, in yeah. the way that it was done um, because he's writing from his real life. And yes. so it makes sense. And I also mm-hmm. love that you get to that. You, you finally get to the end because Suspiria wasn't this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, I'm sorry. It was a superb. Uh, I forgot it, what it's called. It, it was not suburbia su- or, super, or something but it had to do it was not that Suspiria, space thing but... <laughs> yeah not that's yeah that's a horror movie it was something yeah something yeah but um but the fact that then the second time around is this are, the, are these performances yes from the second to after he failed not failed yeah. but after the first one didn't work out as well Correct. as he wanted it to that was um, so so strong and honestly very heartfelt as well because uh we saw the representation of Stephen um, Sondheim. Stephen Sondheim, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. he passed like a week later after I saw that film. Yeah, yeah. Which that was obviously crazy. he didn't make a cameo in that film, but actually he uh, he did. Or did they, he? Was he in the diner? I think he was. I think he was in. He was either in the diner or he was in the class. I forgot which one he okay. was in. I figured he probably. Yeah. Could have been because there were a million and one cameos, and I didn't yeah. recognize. I don't recognize all the Broadway people. There were people I recognized, but I don't. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know Bernadette Peters, but that's because I also, you know, <laughs> she's yeah. she was in movies too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah. So crazy, crazy. Yeah, so that was good. a great. Oh. Anyone who hasn't seen it, that's that to me oh. was like one of the and best. Another, another. Well, just another um notch in in Andrew Garfield's belt. He's so talented and yeah. so sweet. And I'm so, I'm so excited for him. Like I am so happy that this is all happening. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause also I, I saw him in, in the Tammy Faye movie, um, which is now on HBO max. I think they finally released it on there. Oh really? I haven't, um, I haven't seen that but, one yet, but he plays Jim Baker and he's, he did a great job. I'm sure he's going to get nominated for that. Cause that was, that was really good. Nice. Um, so he's having a good year. Yeah, he kind of disappeared there for a while. He but, did. Um, I think, but, he, yeah. and I know that this is just in my like uh, fan brain, but like in my brain, I've really felt like uh, he was really brokenhearted about Spider-Man not working out. But also, studios might have been a little bit like, okay, Spider-Man didn't work out, so let's yeah, like, yeah. give him a breath because uh, they didn't want to. Well, he he. I mean, he got you know he went to Broadway and he was on. Um, 
He did Angels in America, where he won well, Tony Awards. Oh, no, okay. See, I didn't follow that. Um, yeah, so he so did. Like he I said, did I'm really sure it was well. longer yeah. in my brain, where he like he needed to like grieve Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. No, he. I I think he needed a break from from Hollywood. That's for sure. Yeah. But I think he found it in the theater because I know well, he did that. and He did something else. I forgot what the other thing is. Too. I think that was after the Spider Man movies. Yeah. It? Which one? Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, he was yeah. in that. Was, where he played great. the uh that was the the Mel Gibson movie, right? Where he played the uh Was it a Mel Gibson movie? I didn't realize that. I, but Yeah, I think he so. The the soldier who didn't um use firearms and ended up saving all of these people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had I I had uh, I don't I hadn't seen the whole movie. I'd seen parts of it and uh well, he was he, great. I'll he watch and Vince Vaughn were good. But um what was the other there was uh something else I thought there was that I had just seen on Netflix. Uh, you know, I didn't last time I made the list of things and I, and I, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, but there were so many things that came out all at once that, uh, Oh yeah. Well, Cobra Kai season four just came oh, out. We watched I haven't all had a chance. Two days. Oh, my Did God, you really? So oh, oh, I haven't oh, even had a chance yet. So oh. short. It's easy to kind of fly through them. Yeah. I, I like and, popcorn. I love those. What I, I ended up watching, I started, I was telling you offline, I, I had started watching Succession. So, oh, yeah, which is a great show. Yeah, yeah. And it got so many, I, I, I kind of watched it only because it, I, HBO is always jamming it in my face no matter what I watch. Yeah. And I'm I think like, that's why we ended up watching it too. Yeah. Not because we were like, oh, let's watch this. Yeah. Um, like, I'm waiting for Brian Cox to, will you watch the goddamn show already? You know, this is. <laughs> It's like, all right, I'll watch it. You know? I know. And well, the thing, my problem with that show is that it, it is a good show. It's not that it's not a good show. It's that it's one of those shows which does the same thing with certain movies that I hate, um, where no one's a good guy. Like, there's yeah. no, like, all of these people are bad people. And yes, you still might feel for them and see their situations are difficult and things like that. But when you're really looking at them, there's yeah. not a Steve Rogers in the bunch. You know what I no, mean? Like, no. they're literally all terrible and so it's just terrible people doing terrible things and many of those terrible people are hitting rock bottom and then once you think they've hit rock bottom something even worse happens to them and that doesn't even make me feel good either yeah, i don't want yeah. anybody to go through some of the things that these people are going through even if they are terrible people you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> like, and it's funny because it's, it's, it's like brian cox he's always like you like him and everything but he's so oh, he's unapproachable in this. Oh yeah, he's a that you, pirate. You, yeah, you don't really know him really. And uh, um, Kieran Culkin is is somebody I always like and and stuff. Um, and he's he's even his smarminess is almost yeah, it's almost like too much at times. He's be- probably my favorite. Yeah. Of them. Yeah, um, yeah. I do think that he's probably at his core the best person but he's still awful and not good <laughs> like <it's> yeah. not... <laughs> although even There's although no, yeah. I, I again i'm only in the middle second season but i i feel like they're really building up that the outsider character the uh the cousin is gonna mm. be is gonna somehow mm. end up in charge of everything somehow <laughs> i don't you know what i mean yeah. like oh my <clears> gosh <throat> you know what's really funny about that show that i just realized within the last month is i can't remember if his name is ted or todd but siobhan's husband the one that's really oh, schmucky. Yes. yeah yeah um I, I that actor i'm still blanking on his name because i didn't know it going into this but i finally found out what i recognized his face from he was Pride and Prejudice. He played the main love interest in the Kira Knightley 
um, Pride and Prejudice version and it was fantastic and romantic and wonderful and like, what? Really? Is this the same guy? (laughs) Yeah, because I, you know, now I, now you said, now I know why I recognize. I didn't, I couldn't figure out why I knew who he was, but the weird thing about him too was that he, um, when he starts off, you really, you really think he's like a decent guy and then he just starts picking on that, the new guy. Yeah. And at first I thought I because I was I was so new to the show I'm like wait is that the same guy like I thought maybe I confused him with somebody else for a second right no and that's just it is that all of well I won't say all of these characters but most of these characters you will have scenes where you're just like wow I really you know he he's gonna be a good person he's gonna turn this around and he's gonna be okay and this is gonna be all right and he's just in a bad situation or, or something yeah. or that was really sweet or whatever but then immediately turns around and you're just like okay no actually yeah he's a jerk uh... yeah. he's just like all of the rest <laughs> yeah it's a but it's a good show though i mean it's, i but i it it's is compelling. it's not a show that I don't you know can it's a good show but it's a compelling show yeah it's not it's not one that you that i think works well for like um you know, binge watching. I think that's a good, I need yeah. a week in between. Cause I, I, I have been watching it only when I have time, you know, when I'm at night, mostly when I'm, when I'm in, uh, I've been watching on my iPad when I can't sleep. So I just, I'll just watch an episode of this. Um, but you know what, yeah, you know what is good. And I'm happy to have back is the new season of Dexter. I've been watching that. That's oh, have still you? currently okay. ongoing. And I don't have showtime. So yeah, I haven't hmm. been able to catch it. Is it we good? Got it- for that but yeah it really it's really good and i'm so happy because dexter was one of those shows that that continued on for so long that it got bad and they Mm -hmm. didn't they just kept going and it just kept getting worse you know what i mean even though it was great to start with and it had some really shining moments and shining seasons the trinity killer being you know a high point yeah but this first season, I don't know how many seasons they're planning on doing or if it's just a one-off or, or what up, um, but it's awesome. It's great. It's fantastic. Harrison, wow. his son, comes and finds him in his hiding. And that's, I'm not a spoiler, it's just what the show's about, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of these really cool um, moments between them about where he's still trying to hide who he is. And, of course, there's drama happening outside where now all of a sudden maybe some people are no longer living and, you know, and ha- well harrison really is the great. one he was the one that also when the trinity killing happened he was the baby in the blood as well right yes yeah okay that's the one yes mm-hmm. okay yeah i yeah i have to i have to see it it's one of those that i'm gonna have to do when H when showtime has one of those free months again um i can uh do the switch and and because the problem is, is I, there's not enough on there that i watch on Showtime, so yeah, so uh, you know, I, I remember the last time I got Showtime, I ended up with it for longer than I than I needed, and yeah. then it's like you start to try to you know cut down on the bills, but but I do want to see it. I did want to, I want to, I was curious about that one because I never got to finish watching also that Jim Carrey show on there on Showtime. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. I don't I, know I, what I, that I, one is. That was the one where he, uh, I think they did th- three seasons of it, where he's like a Mister Rogers kind of oh, character. No, I don't know about that one. Oh, you don't? Yeah, it's on Showtime. It, it's, uh, it's. I think it's two or three seasons worth. But um, it was really good. He kind of like he's everybody knows him and and loves this person. And he's kind of having this, 
mental breakdown. Um, but how do you have a mental breakdown when, when you're everybody's childhood, you know, you're everybody, right. you're beloved by everyone. So, right. but well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's uh, on Showtime. We, we got Showtime for Dexter and I think that's really the only thing that we've watched on it, but I haven't really looked to see what else is on there. So I will, I'll have to poke around and see. Yeah. I, I wish I could remember the name of it, but yeah. Well, I'm sure that but, I'll uh, notice what, what it is. Um, I think uh, we've we've done some some amazing smash cutting, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you're a... amazing. Yeah, amazing stuff. <laughs> no, really I want to hear. I want you to hear this. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, that was great. Well, they yeah, <laughs> they, they yeah, they all yeah. There, there's so many great scenes in that movie. Like I, I, yeah, I really can't watch it for three hours. I mean, it was such a great film. As soon as I yeah, as soon as it ended, I wanted to see it again. Like that's that's how good it was. Um, and uh, if it weren't pre-pandemic, I would go searching for that DXL theater. I'd yeah, go see the right? IMAX. You know, I'd go I'd go all the different formats and and enjoy it. You know, because. Uh, uh, that, that that if there's any, any takeaway from this podcast, it's definitely that uh, this was well worth the wait. I thought, for you sure. know, for so, sure, um, very much so. And uh, yeah, and now I, I just it made me go back and really enjoy going. You know, it makes you want to rewatch everything. Again. Yeah, we did. We rewatched um, the Andrew Garfield um, too. We didn't do the Toby ones. Um, my partner is not sure that he can handle it. So it might be one that I have to, those might be ones that I have to rewatch on my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, I, it's funny cause the second one is still good, but it, it definitely is. Uh, I don't want, it's not that it's corny. It's just that it's very, uh, oh, I don't even know what the word Norman Rock, Rockwell ish, if that's yeah. possible to say. Yeah. It it like there has some, there's some sentimentality to it that is over the top sometimes, or there's some dialogue to it that's Very a little so. over, on the nose. But mm-hmm. it's still at that time. I mean, I always remember that that second Spider-Man movie. That was when I said, "Wow, that's a comic book movie." You know, before yes. Dark Knight came out, that we was we were the doing movie. the podcast at that time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that was a little bit later, but we were we were still talking about it on yeah. maybe it was Mr. Movie News back then. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, still such a great. Um, yeah, it was a great, great, great movie at the time. Yeah. So, but on that note, um, we will catch up soon. I'm sure there's there'll yes. be plenty more to speak about. Um, it's just, and it's only the beginning of the year, so uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hoping 2022 has a lot more to give us. Yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Happy 